welcome to the Armchair Strategist, where we meet around the coffee maker every morning and turn anything and everything into a business conversation. Here are the Armchair Strategists, Dr. Kent and Randy. Another week, another uh, Monday morning. Another episode of the Armchair Strategists. Isn't that a great word, strategists? Strategists. Yeah. yeah. There's, a lot of, there's a lot of expectoration there. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's just hard to say. <laughs> so I think, I think we, should, we should get a little crazy here and, um, and talk about some office implements on a Monday morning. Well, I've got a couple of things here on my desk. Um, uh, let's start with this one. It's a uh, it's a fountain pen. What is it? It's actually a swing line stapler. So movie fans would would remember this from what was that movie? I have no idea. I can't remember the name of it, but movie it fans will know it. A quite specifically, a swing line stapler. Quite specifically, a swing line stapler, and it uh, it had something to do with a fire burning down the office at the end of the. At the end of the show, I think wasn't the movie called The Office or something like that. But staplers, let's talk about staplers. What do you know about staplers, Ken? The fascinating thing—it's one of those elements of an office that doesn't seem all that necessary until you don't have one. That's interesting. Yeah. So I look at—I look at a stapler, and to me, it's. It's an interesting example of evolution because it started with this thing. It started with the humble paperclip. And then we got this thing, which is a, a bigger paperclip. I guess some people call them bulldog clips. And these are, are very manual ways to connect pieces of paper together. But this one is too small. So this one was invented, which is a lot bigger so you can what do you call that bigger one a bulldog clip maybe in england that would be called a bulldog clip a bulldog clip yeah but they're they're well it's because it's kind of big and it looks like a mouth maybe i don't know i don't know Mm -hmm. but they're both very manual you've got to collect your paper and put it together whereas this one this just needs a hefty fist on top of it uh, and it joins it but they all have the same purpose. They, they all have the same purpose, and that purpose is to connect multiple sheets of paper together and hold them together. So what does that tell us? I think it's an interesting question. You wouldn't necessarily think that, you know, why not use a folder? Why not use a, uh, a binding? Why not use all of those things? I think the amazing thing about a stapler is that it takes the place of a binding. This simple little device where you just push it down. Mm-hmm. You don't need to spend all of that effort. And it really, I don't know, it's its kind of interesting. But I, I keep thinking, I'm, I'm d- being distracted by thinking about staples on the floor or if you get a little staple hole in your finger or like the danger of a staple is almost as powerful as the utility of a staple. That's interesting. So when you're thinking about the business, about your business, what does that tell you? The, the danger of wielding your power 
the incorrect way could be as painful as not having it in the first place, perhaps. Hmm. So holding things together, it's kind of the job of a, is a, is a CEO a staple and the board is the stapler? <laughs> well, that's and then there's the, and then, there, then once you have that, then you need a staple remover, right? Because, you, you know, pulling the thing apart with your fingernails uh, is painful. Well, that would be your COO who is charged with executing the plans that the CEO comes up with under the direction of the board who has the, the vision, the directional vision. The CEO creates the, the executable plans and the COO pulls out the staples, distributes the work and gets it done. So how does somebody do all of that by themselves. I think that's the interesting thing. How does a, an entrepreneur sort of do all of the things, put the staple down, take the staple out, figure out where the holes are, reshuffle the papers, cut out different parts and paste them to a different sheet of paper? In a big corporation, it kind of makes sense because there's one guy who does the stapler, there's one guy who does the, or guy or gal. It seems guy is more appropriate to say than gal sort of weird man or woman <laughs> puts a, a staple in or takes a staple out or does the thing but if you're an entrepreneur you've got to do all those things well you know my thoughts about that Kent I don't believe that an entrepreneur should be doing all of those things number one but more importantly I think most entrepreneurs get the whole process around the wrong way so they start by shuffling papers putting them together, finding a, a common thread, putting the staple in it, and then discovering that they've missed some stuff. So I'm big on entrepreneurs have to start with the big vision first and then break it down into what needs to be done and then break that down into individual sheets of paper, so to speak, with one sheet being one task. And then they can, they can allocate that either in their own time for themselves to do or for somebody else to do. Because a business is not made up of a whole lot of disparate ideas all stuck together. Uh, successful businesses are built from a vision and then step by step to get to that vision. But you always have to start at the end, not at the, at the beginning. You don't start at what do I need to do today. You start at where am I going? And so successful entrepreneurs think in the same way as a board of directors thinks. And then they break that down to think about that in the same way as the CEO would think. And then they break that down into the same way that a COO would think. And then they distribute that workload in the best way to make it ex executable. So... It's all a question of order. It's not a question of idea. Get the order right, get the process right, and your business will stick together and end up where your stapler had it in the first place. Right. Once it's all lined up, I mean, that's the, you know, get all the papers lined up, put a staple through it. Then it's just right. a matter of how big the staple is, right, or how strong or... 
right you know, all of that right? and what kind yeah. of binding do you put on it you could then grab your your multiple sheets of paper and throw them in the air, and they'll come down in one in one coherent plan, one co- coherent piece. If you just throw it without the staple, it's just yeah, it's like going to the supermarket without a shopping list. You're going to buy whatever looks good at the time. So, I mean, I don't know if Wikipedia is the ultimate source for things like this, but it might be. Apparently. $80 million worth of staplers were sold in the U.S. eight years ago in 2012. Wow. Wow. $80 million worth of staplers. That's interesting. That's uh, I mean, a simple device that just pulls a bunch of pieces of paper together. Um, makes you think about, in our entrepreneurial lives, how valuable it is to line up those pieces of paper and metaphorical pieces of paper and put a staple through them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do that, what what actually happens? I mean, I know my, I I'm I'm as guilty as everybody. I've got scraps of paper all over my office here, and they become meaningless when they're not put together in some sort of order and some sort of logic and connected in some sort of way, and then held together somehow. So ideas are kind of like that too. Business ideas. Some people shuff, suffer from shiny object syndrome. Other people suffer from shuffling paper. Shuffling paper can only happen if they're not stapled together. I also like thinking about um, staples can heal wounds. You know, uh, you have you have stitches or you have staples. The staples are for the especially difficult wounds. And it's amazing that a, a staple in that case, if you imagine one more level of that business metaphor, it's the the living skin around the staple can heal itself back together if it's just held together with that staple. And I think that's the that's another powerful image of instead of fake it till you make it, it's kind of staple it until it grows together. That's interesting. So no, there's no fakeness in what is, uh, you know. I'm, I'm not a big believer in fake it till you make it. I'm a believer in authenticity. But at the same time, it is important to believe in yourself and that you have the skills and the talent and the, the ability and the capacity to be a success. And sometimes you have to fake the way you act to yourself so that you can believe those things, particularly on days when you're, when you're just off. So on days when you can't be bothered working, that's the day when you've got to fake it until you make it. But what you present to everybody else needs to be authentic and real and what's and all. Staples. So everybody think about the, what, 150-year-old history of the staple and how important that tiny little thing is in our lives today and what the stapler does to, um, I don't know, help us have staples. Is it is it fair to say that the stapler has become a staple in business? I think that's fair to say, yeah. If you want to talk to Randy about really interesting things uh, and puns, um, you can find him at talktorandybaker.com. And if you want to talk to Kent and have a really serious conversation, it's talk to Kent. No, talk. is it talk to Kent? Talk to, talk to Kent. Talk to Kent. Cheers. Bye, everybody. Talk to you again soon. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to Armchair Strategists. We'll circle back with you soon. 